Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Whiteley, and joining me today is June Meager. We're going to be talking about the, the Living Well for 2021 festival. The 20, I told you, man, 2021 is going to be the year. I wait, You'll wait. Be patient. We're going to have a hell of a party at the end of the year, I'm telling you. Uh, thank you very much, June, for joining me. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. This is what we do. That's what I was saying. Just um, I saw your post pop up. I think it was on the shoes. Was it shoes of people helping one another group? Possibly one of the, a group like that. Um, and June popped up, and I was kind of like, oh, this sounds like a great, uh, great thing to talk about. Um, so I invited you on the show. Um, how are you, June? Are you good? Oh, very well. Great, thanks. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, how was um, how was twenty twenty for you? Uh, actually, I loved it. Uh, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it gave me a chance to uh, be really quite creative with, you know, with what I do. And, and uh, yeah, we did quite a lot of things over at the UGC in Castle Street in Shrewsbury. So some of the things that we did there was put on some live music when it wasn't getting played in other places. Uh, we also put on, um, we helped the... Little Bags of Kindness group create over 1,200 lunches. Nice. So, yeah, it's, it's 2020 was a, a really good year for me as well. Um, we started the year with uh, a similar event in Oswestry where we had over 40 exhibitors and we had about 700 turn up for that. Uh, you know, so, so it was a good year. And I think it gave me a lot of time to reflect on what I really want from my life as opposed to what I think I want or thought I wanted so it's been good yeah there are a few people that have echoed that throughout the town I mean obviously like <laughs> I was on a live show a few weeks ago and I was like 2021 was amazing for me and then I had to backpedal and be like ah oh, but of course it was terrible I mean it was a terrible year for a lot of people but at the same time if you are able to go out there and offer a bit of um uh, a bit of m- momentum for people you know give them something yeah. to strive towards give them just a little bit of an idea a bit of inspiration oh you did that maybe i can do that too uh that is uh that's worth uh, millions in my that's that's just what, uh, priceless there you go that's the way words white lake yeah. words um it's amazing yeah and and you know i i was given the opportunity as well to to work with a few local businesses i run free events to try and help local businesses with their marketing, with their their, their um, PR communications, and also to help them, you know, see if we can get the message out to a wider audience. So, oh, how do you do that? that, that <laughs> I need to learn how to do that, June. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so that that you know, um, especially with therapists, I have a passion for working with therapists mm. and uh, well-being therapists, healers, you know, all, all of that sort of ilk. And I've been doing that for a long time. So, yeah, we did that. We did some well-being workshops. I did some well-being workshops for the March's Growth Hub, uh, which we gave out free to local businesses. So, so that was really good as well because it was stressful a lot of people. It was good for me personally, but for a lot of people, it was a really tough year and still is. For a lot of people, and, and you know, that included maybe uh, challenges for their mental health as well as their physical and financial well-being. So, um, you know, we offered some some help in terms of managing stress levels and coping mechanisms. So that was pretty good. So, uh, yeah, and it still is tough for a lot of people. And, you know, we don't ever make light of that. And that's why I'm hoping that the Living Well Festival We'll just go a little way to, to bringing people together, but in a safe environment. Because I understand a lot of people still aren't feeling too happy about getting into a, a bigger community. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to make sure it's a safe environment for people to come along to. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. There's that, that anxiety is going to be around for a while. I mean, I saw pictures of... Um, Somebody put on Facebook the pictures of a load of kids in the quarry last night. Um, they hadn't seen their friends in a while. Um, and it's it's one of them you're kind of on the fence with because it's kind of like, yes, I totally understand that 
They're making a mess in the quarry. I hate that so much. Max Brown, who used to work with us, used to go out and clean that quarry every single morning. Uh, and that, that's the issue I'm worried about. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that were like, well, the kids haven't seen each other for like a year. They're allowed to have parties of six, groups of six now. Let them have their fun, but at the same time, it's one of them. Oh, I wish they'd behave, pick up their litter, but at the same time, oh, they haven't seen their friends for a year. It's one of them. You don't want to say, you don't want to seem uncool, but you don't want to seem too irresponsible as well. But when it comes to um, what you were just saying about healing and um, you know mental health and uh, the coping mechanisms, this year has been an amazing journey for me. Um, as we speak right now, it's the one year anniversary of when I launched launched You Suck, my You Suck Network, um, which was an amazing been an amazing journey. And I'm on the show that I do. What's the difference? I spoke to some of the most amazing. Mind up, Peter Bedard from Convergence Tees. I learned about him. Um, uh, there was Amaya Victoria, she's a healer as well. I learned about her. Christy Whitman, she came on, she talked to me about how she's she um helps herself um with healing. Um, I was a bit of a I'm not gonna say I'm that's probably yeah, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I was a bit of a cynic when it came to things like meditation, healing, um, uh, and you know. It was all mumbo. It wasn't mumbo jumbo to me. That's the wrong thing to say. But I have I have tried, and I've learned about meditation this year, and it's helped me so much. Genuinely, I'm not a cynic anymore. Yeah. I love to meditate, um, and Cat Merrick is is one of those that, that helped me with that with her yoga. Um, so this has been an amazing journey, and I think that the the um, the, the Living Well Festival can actually help open people's eyes because I think the more people find out about meditation and about self healing. Um, the more uh, the the more people will be happy. Does that make sense? Is that the yeah. right thing to say? It's not so much about happy as inner peace. Yeah, I, peace. I teach meditation for about forty years. I studied um, at various institutes around the world, Buddhist centers, and you know, mindfulness was born out of meditation, and it's been going on for thousands of years, and. You know, it's all about the breathing techniques and and that's it. You know, uh, I think a lot of people would do well just to stop. A lot of people get frightened with meditation because they think their mind has to stop thinking. They think you've got to empty your mind. Well, that's impossible. We've got a mind and what it does is think. But what it's meditation and mindfulness allow you to do is to try and control those thoughts so that you control them they don't ah. control you. Oh. So it's a bit like a bus station or a train station, and each train is a train of thought. So you know if you're going to jump on this train, say about family or friends, you're going to end up at that destination, either happy, angry, sad, or whatever, it doesn't matter. And then if you get into platform two, that's a train about work. So you know you're going to end up anxious, stressed, happy, or whatever, again, doesn't matter. So each train of thought is different areas of your life. Mm. And if you can possibly bring that down when you recognise you're on this train of thought, you're going to end up angry. It's like, whoa, let's jump off here and let's go on another train. So it's it's trying to control your thoughts so they don't control you. And if you can do that, then you realise that if you can bring it down into the minute, thinking about the minute, not the past, not the future, but into the minute, then everything's actually quite perfect. The the first time I had a breakthrough sort of meditation, and people probably listening to this thinking, oh, what's he on about? The same way I probably would have thought about things two years ago, but it's genuine. It really is real, real. Um, I practiced a while meditation breathing. There was an app in it, and it took me a couple of attempts to get to where, I, where I'm about to talk about. And um I was, it was a perfect day. It was around this time of year, actually. The sun was, uh, it was that amazing sort of beginning of the year we had last year. Uh, so the sun was beating through, nice cool breeze. And um, I, I, I did, I, I concentrated on my breathing and I was, I was really getting into it. And I just, I, I ended up in this, um, this big, huge army tent. We, we, I was in the cadets when I was younger, and I was about 15. We'd erected this huge army tent because they told us to. And we had a few minutes just to just to relax before whoever wanted to use the tent got there. So they were like, just chill, relax, lie on the grass, just relax. And I was there lying in this tent, watching the, the breeze blow through the tent and the sun peering through. And that's a really un- 
unexpected place to go to. And it, that was just a very relaxing place to be because I was so tired. We had about half an hour just to lie in the sun and relax and get our breath back. And that's where I was. How crazy is that? That's weird, right? Well, do you know you're saying, you're mentioning about being in the cadets. Do you know the army use a very good, especially the SS. SES, they use a very good breathing technique and it's the four by six and it's okay. so simple. Anybody can do it. Um, you breathe in counting to four at your own pace and you breathe out counting to six. Try that a few times and basically what it does is it starts to slow all the systems in the body down. It's The brain sends messages to the heart. Everything's calm. The heart starts to slow down. That starts to slow down the blood going round the body. Everything starts to slow down, and it means you can then focus. So if you find yourself in a stressful situation or if you find yourself um, getting anxious about anything, try the four by six. So simple. And the other lovely thing about this, Alex, is nobody can see you do it. I was going to say, how many of the listeners now are doing that four by six thing? Because I just was. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I'm going to get that a go. Fabulous. <laughs> and it's such a fabulous, simple breathing technique. You don't need to put stress on yourself. You don't need to do anything other than just try that. And, mm. you know, especially if anybody's finding it difficult to go to sleep at night, try that for a few minutes before you go to sleep. Or if you've got kids and they're all running manic around the house, bring them all together and try a little circle at home and yeah. just try that. That is fabulous fun to do it with kids because they love it. That's amazing. That is really nice. But June, like what, 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 I mean, how did you end up down this path? You know, learning about meditation and wanting to better yourself as, as your own human being. How, how, what, what, where did this begin for you? Okay. Well, um, I, I was very lucky to sort of babysit for a hippie when I was young. <laughs> and they, had, they didn't have a TV and they had yogurt in the fridge. Well, in the early 60s, somebody in Glasgow with yogurt in the fridge and no TV was seen as really weird. And I quite liked that. So um, he had a massive collection of books on all sorts of uh, subjects all sorts of religions, all sorts of cultures, everything. And so um, I was sitting, because there was no television, I was sitting and read the books. So I, I get into all of these. And my my grandmother was a, a, a great person for encouraging me to, to, to look at life in different ways. So, and I'd always been doing a bit of healing since I was a child. I always knew what was wrong with people. So however, I, I went on to study. I travelled around the world. Um, I got into marketing and PR when I was just young. And then I, I had plenty of jobs. I, I, I was in Europe for a while. I was in North America. I was in, in, in the UK. I was in London for many years. I was back up in Scotland. And I, I always seemed to be at the right place at the right time to learn about different things or something would present itself to me, you know, meditation or Reiki or healing. Uh, I joined the National Federation of Spiritual Healers and, and sat on the board for them for many years. I sat on the board of Baja, which is the British Alliance of Healings Associations. But then when my parents died, my, my dad, mum died first and then my dad died, they left me some money. I didn't necessarily need it because financially I was okay, I was working. So I decided to create Amar Healing. Amar, A-A-M-A-R stands for Alec and Mary. They, they were my parents' names. And I decided to use that money to teach people who couldn't afford to pay for the courses that I went on. Oh. So... So for young people, um, you know, maybe had never gained a qualification in their life or maybe had never done a course, but were fantastically kind-hearted people, were good people who wanted to, you know, help help people um, in their areas or in their locality or were of a healing nature. So that's why um, I created Amar Healing and... Um, we started that in Shropshire 22 years ago 
and I, I taught in the priory school in the evenings, all the Reiki and different healing courses for about 13 years. And then I've been teaching in Oswald's Fisheries Brain. I, I, I teach all over the country, but mainly in these areas. Um, I've taught here for over 20 years. And the money, you know, the courses are, are you can either afford them or you can, and they're still very cheap. But if they can, it's not a problem, because what I say is, if you can't afford it, still come on it, get your certificate, and then what you can do is you can do a free healing for somebody that can't afford it once a year, and that's payment enough. Oh, that's so beautiful. you know, it was never about the money for me in, in this side of, of life. And then any money that I earned with the teaching, I would run the exhibitions because students would come up to me and say, June, do you, would you know about homeopathy? Do you know about herbalism? Do you know about Tai Chi? And I say, I haven't a clue, but I know people who do. And, you know, Shropshire and in Shrewsbury, there is a fantastic community of holistic therapists, well-being therapists who are really, you know, national treasures. You know, for, 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 for example, you've got Ben Calder at the Centre for Integral Health. He's been working with people in this area for, for well over 20 years and he, he runs the Centre for Integral Health. We've got Mags O'Brien in Shropshire. She's a transform, uh, transformational life coach. She's amazing. She's been changing people's lives for over 20 years. You know, so we have got this whole holistic community in Shropshire. I mean, when we used to do the events up in uh, the Priory School, we'd take over the whole school. So that was the assembly hall, the sports hall, the drama hall, five classrooms, the kitchens. And we'd have about 120 exhibitors, wow. uh, 30-odd speakers. And we'd have about 2,000 people come up. They, came, they come from all over, not just locally, but they come from over because they knew that they had fabulous speakers. Do you know? We have Ben Calder, we have Mags O'Brien, Rob Chapman. Now, Rob Chapman is a local hypnotist. I don't know if you know Rob, but he's on a I mission. I think I might moment. know Rob. I think I might know Rob. Yeah, he is brilliant. Now, he's on a mission to teach meditation to one million people, and he's doing really well. And he has a... Yeah, yeah, do and 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 he has got a fabulous um so he does a, a walking meditation, you know, around Shrewsbury. He 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 he's a fantastic teacher, meditation teacher as well. And we've also got like uh, Robert Nutt and Alan Harris, a local a couple of local chaps who created the Chakra Ascension course, an FHT accredited course there in Shrewsbury, and their course is being taught around the world. You know, um, we've got Caroline Rowland just from outside Shrewsbury, and she's one of the greatest EFT teachers in the UK. Uh, we've got such a Tom Stacy from Shrewsbury, he is an ex-Buddhist monk who is also a sound healer and a meditation teacher and a chant master. So, you know, we have got such a rich, diverse, holistic and well-being community. Shrewsbury and Shropshire, in fact, yesterday I had a, a, a phone call from a lady who's moved into the area from Redden and who does gong baths, which are fabulous for meditation as well. So I think Shropshire and in Shrewsbury in particular is becoming this magnet mm. for people who are interested in this sort of uh, industry, which is growing. You know, a lot of people talk about the well-being and the holistic industries, but it's worth around £34 billion pounds globally. It's a massive industry. Wow. It's growing at the moment in the UK between 4 and 11% per year and has been for a long, long time. Why do you the think that is? Why, why do you think it's growing so quickly? I think, I think well, th there's a lot of reasons for that. I think people are looking for, are starting to feel responsible for their health, but they're also looking for sort of peace. I think, 
you know, when they, they realise that all the materialism that they have doesn't bring them true happiness, they may be unhappy, they may be stressed, stressful jobs, stressful families, stressful paying bills every month, all these stresses, and they're looking for an inner happiness. And they look out there for it, but that will come from within. But there's they're looking for tools to help them uh, obtain that within as well. And, and so, you know, here in Shropshire and Shrewsbury, we have so many people that can help people sort of get onto that um, path. And it's not about becoming a hippie. It's not about becoming weird. No, no, or no. You know, these practices have been getting done for, for thousands of years. The royal family are great. Prince Charles was a great advocate for uh, complementary and holistic therapies. Uh, they both, him and his wife, both uh, have Reiki. They both do uh, meditation and mindfulness. So there's there's lots of um, advocates. You know, you've got uh, people like Mel C. She mm-hmm. she she gets into this. A lot of the celebrities that you see at the moment that are are doing mindfulness. Huge, huge in the celebrity world. Um, yeah, absolutely, um, and and that's wonderful because the more people that say they're doing this, the more people. Both think, well, what's this about? And I will try it as well. And I think that's smashing. I think there cannot be enough. You know, there's a lot of events in Shropshire around the holistic and well-being. And they've been going for for years and years. And so this is there's there can't be enough. You no, could have one no. every week and they would still get filled. Because that's what people want. They want to know more. And I've had people like yourself come to events that I've done in the past. And um, you've seen them coming in the door saying, what's all this about? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And because it's free entry, it attracts people who say, well, OK, well, I'll go. Because if I don't like it, I've got nothing to lose. It's not cost me anything. That's fine. But then when they've come in, they've actually seen people maybe doing a yoga or a breathing session or because the 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 atmosphere is really nice people are smiling people are laughing you know people are, are having a genuinely nice time um they they get that vibe and they end up staying for the rest of the day I, i've always found that amazing and and the reason we do the events i've always said is if we can help one people one person change their life you know we don't want people to go out there sitting in a lotus position or in a cloud or anything like that but if we can make pe- one person look at their life and think you know i can i can change this i can, I, I don't need to be this stressed i don't need to be you know, and that's not saying that everything's going to stop. All the factors that cause the stress are going to stop. But what it means is that you can maybe find some tools that will actually help you cope with the stress. Um, I feel like it helps you find focus, you know. So, like, this is what I did. We, I went to Shropshire Floats recently. We did a vlog for them, and they let me use the flotation tank, which is amazing. I've never done sensory deprivation before. And I wanted to go in there and find out um, sort of what I wanted to do with the biscuit because it just become a business, right? We wanted, wanted, where are we going to go with this? So that was what I wanted to go for. But I ended up, I ended up thinking about something completely different because obviously when you meditate, you can't you, – I, I mean, I, I'm not – I've only been doing it a year. And I'm not as, as frequently as I should, so I can't take myself to places where I want to go. I just let my mind drift, you know, and I ended up in Pendine Sands. <laughs> it's just a weird thing like <laughs> but no when you when you talk about people um uh that have gone up there and uh so so peter bedard was somebody i spoke to that was very interesting because he wanted to go out and he he was a found dancer that had an accident and he pretty much uh, uh he, he destroyed his legs basically um and so he in a, in a in terrible accident and he could he, tr- he tried everything all the medicines and pain relief and nothing was working it was becoming expensive this is in america and so he went on a journey to find holistic sort of healing methods and this guy is such an inspiration because he he taught himself how to heal and now he's going around teaching others 
You know, this is without Western medicine. This is without the power with the power of the mind. And it is, 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 is this is true, people. This is real stuff that's happening. Uh, and so he found um, uh, lots of teas, lots of things you can put in teas to sort of help you. Um, so he created Convergence Teas. And he it's, it's, it's a massive, huge business in America now. And these are people that are inspiring me at the moment, you know, because the power of the mind is, is incredible. And I'm not a cynic anymore, but what I think is great about what you do, what you're doing with like the, the festivals like living well is that sometimes it's the most valuable thing in life is to just stop for a second. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. And just, just have a good time. Just talk. Yeah. Think about things, yeah. you know, that's oh, valuable. Don't talk. And, and, and that's, that's the thing, Alex is people, feel they have to do something mm. and sometimes you just have to do nothing and you can get that deep space within yourself if you just sit and be and 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 you know people say well I can't meditate I can't shut my mind off you're not supposed to so just keep your mind going so we'll not worry about that but you know somebody could sit and do gardening for an hour that's a form of meditation People yes. can sit and look at clouds. That's a form of meditation. Yes, you don't the podcast. Need to be sitting. Yeah. You know, but anything that takes your mind off of worrying about anything is a form of meditation. Uh yeah. so I I I I walking walking's a great walking in nature is fabulous. And and you know, Shropshire is so lucky to have the the be the county it is for the, the hills, yeah. for the walks, for the canals, for everything that, that's around uh, Shropshire. Now, you, you were speaking about that chap earlier. Last year, I did a series of interviews um, called Talking Your Walk. And I, I spoke with people who had ordinary lives, but then through ordinary, extraordinary circumstances changed. And one of them is a lady who's now living in Ellesmere. Dr. Anna Hayes, she was a scientist who didn't shoot, poo-hooed a lot of the holistic stuff, but she had a very serious back accident. I think she broke her back and broke her neck. And she was told, you know, she wouldn't recover and she did it and the whole. And she went away and had a, a sort of chiropractic practitioner who eventually got her on the right road. And she ended up studying orthobionomy. Now, she's the only orthobionomist in the UK. She is a remarkable lady, a really lovely, lovely soul. And she's helping a lot of people now who have some back problems. Amazing. Or, yeah, you know, uh, people that never thought they could be helped with their back problems for whatever the reason doesn't matter. So Anna Hayes, Dr. Anna Hayes, she's coming to do a talk at Living Well. Uh, we've also got Dr. Helen Ford. Now, she was a GP that gave up being a GP to walk a more. She's a holistic physician, but she's all about standing in your own power, knowing how powerful you are. If you take away any feelings of shame, guilt, regret or anything like that, you're actually quite a, a powerful person. So, and she's very much on the lightscape of, you know, you are what you think you are. If you keep saying yourself, I can't do this, I can't do that. When people used to say to me, oh, June, I can't do that. I said, have you ever done it? No, because I can't. I said, well, well done. Congratulations. You've got what you desired. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, if you keep telling yourself you can't and you don't, then you've succeeded. So congratulations on your success. And, and I think you thought I was being a wee bit sarcastic, you know, but I wasn't, but I was trying to show them that if you start changing that can't to I can and I will and I am, then it can create a whole different mindset for you. And, and that's what's important. And it's the same with people. You now, a, a, a friend of mine recently has been diagnosed with um, a cancer. So what they're seeing is they're going through conventional and uh, holistic treatments. They're going down an integrated path. And what they're doing is when they get the chemotherapy, they see the chemotherapy, little Pac-Man coming in and eating the cancer. 
and they're actually responding really well to their treatment. Um, I, I know other people that get like cluster headaches and then they visualise the veins in the head sort of narrowing. The power of the mind is really, really beyond anything that we really can think of. And if we can use it to work for us rather than against us, then uh, I think people would find that a little bit more happiness than maybe what they feel at the moment. It's, it's fascinating stuff. Um, who else is going to be at this this festival then? Because I've got a question to ask you. I want to save it to the end there because I think it's important. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, so we've got Jenny Brooks. Now, Jenny Brooks is going to be one of the, the speakers. Jenny is the founder of Silent Presence. Jenny was one of the first residents at the Findhorn Foundation, which is one of the largest eco-communities in the UK and a very well-known holistic and well-being. It's one of the... the the, the, the most amazing centres in the UK. We've got the Shrewsbury um, Trianta Buddhist community. They're coming along. They're going to be doing some uh, talks. Uh, Caroline Rowland, Ben, uh, Nicola Garcia, Steva Harvison, she's going to talk about healing with horses. Uh, Mar um, Marika Sassini is going to be giving a free Pilates session. So if anybody's interested in that, we've got Nicola Wagstaff coming along to inspire and rewire. So that's going to be fabulous. Uh, Dr. Anna Hayes, she's going to be talking about orthobionomy. Uh, ben Calder's going to be doing a five-element Kagong session. Now, Ben Calder and his brother Simon have, you know, are the creators of the five elements Kagong. They teach this around the world. Simon Calder teaches this around the world. He gets students from all over the world. You know, all of this is in our backyard here in, in Shrewsbury. Some of the existing... Um, other exhib uh, exhibitors that we've got include Andrew Perry. He's a, a massage uh, therapist, sports massage therapist. Uh, Alison Ruana, uh, she'll be coming. Alison Timmons, they'll be doing diet and nutrition. Uh, Andrea Floyd as well is another one. Kerry Evans, a fabulous yoga instructor. Tom Stacey, another fabulous yoga instructor. We've got Bernadette Perks from the Holistic Circle. And what she's going to be doing is the Neil's Yards. And, and she um, works with people to find out what they need. And then she finds all the solutions. Uh, Catherine Mills, she's coming with the one-to-one -one diet. Uh, Debbie Warswick, who does the, the Oswestry Massage Therapist, Denise Gowan as well, Evangie, they've been going around for about 15, 20 years as well. We also have um, Dr. Lally Tunsa from the UGC in Shrewsbury. Uh, she's going to be coming along and talking about um, the free healing course that We'll be doing and she'll be talking about gratitude as well. We'll have Jane Lightfoot, who's the other co-organiser of this event with me. She runs Mystique up in Harold Scott. Uh, Jenny Hampton, we've got Joanna Stewart, John Cook. We've got um, Karen Newsom. We've got uh, Karen Foster. Leslie Nell's coming doing a Tai Chi treatment. Uh, Lorna Stark's coming with her aura photography, so she'll take photographs of your aura. And some people go, oh, I don't believe that, but everything's got an energy field around it. A lot of scientists now talking about the biofield. That's what that is, and she photographs this. We'll have Marissa there with her herbal teas. Maria Franklin, a wonderful therapist who does um, uh, Emmet technique uh, treatments in Shrewsbury. Matt Hill, he's got the Golden Glow Healing as well. We've got Nick Orbach. Now, Nick Orbach and his wife have just moved into Shrewsbury, and they've got clinics in London, hypnotherapy clinics in London and in Shrewsbury as well. We've got the wonderful Penny Humphreys, who's a lovely healer from around Shrewsbury. Uh, Paul Birch, who's going to be doing kinesiology. Paul Dove. Uh, we've got Rob, uh, Rob Chapman, as I said, from Help for Life in the Hippo Temple. Um, got Rob Piggin, who's coming from the Crystal Garden. We've got the wonderful Sahara Alexander, who she teaches yoga down at the Bridge North Yoga uh, Centre. She is just a fabulous girl. Shirley Manning, another local therapist who deals with 
um, has the pyramids. You sit in the pyramid. And that is, if you're going to do something and you're coming along, I like go and sit in the pyramid. It's an amazing experience. I'm going to be there if I can. I wouldn't know. If I'm allowed, that is. That's not if I can. I'm definitely going to be there. (laughs) And then we've got Shan Rogers, who's going to come along and do the boring therapy. Sonia Rigby with reflexology. Um, Sue Rigby. Now, Sue Rigby is a wonderful lady. Um, She's got hands for healing. and, And she teaches various healing techniques, quantum healing, Reiki, all sorts of, she, she's a wonderful big soul, absolutely lovely lady. Uh, we've got uh, Tilly Henner's pod, she's going to be doing henna tattoos. Uh, we've got Tom, Tom Stacy with the, the, the Sound Temple. Um, we've also got the folk from uh, Simon Caldrum, uh, Trinity Rose Williams. She's actually a medium. She's coming along. She's very well known in, in doing that. Um, so we've got a whole host. I think sounds amazing. Oh, I'll be like, it's, it's, and and you know, it's held in the quarry. 29 acres of fabulous parkland and as you know yourself the quarry's got the dingle in the middle so in the middle we're going to be doing a sensory garden for people who maybe have sight problems or maybe artistic or or, or have any other disabilities and we're going to have lots of sounds going around the dingle we're going to put in little bells lots of colours because the flowers will be out in full bloom and lots of nice smells it's just going to be fabulous. So that's what we're doing at the Dingle. And then round the, the park, all of the therapists are going to have their own gazebos. So it's not a big tent with everybody in it. They're all going to have their own gazebos. They're all going to be scattered around. And they're going to be really um, sort of distance as well. So there's not going to be a massive crowd round one big tent. Yeah. We're going to have it distributed throughout. So that's, you know, that's just some of They're going to do the mindful walk. We're going to create a labyrinth. And I don't know if you've ever done a walk in the labyrinth, but you walk very slowly, if you know, and we're talking about it takes you about 30 seconds to put your foot from heel to toe. Uh, yeah. And, okay. Yeah. And, and you just walk. Now, if you can do this round your garden, so if anybody's listening and they're in their garden, just sort of stop and look at the grass, especially in the morning, and you get the dew. Now, yesterday was it great for it. You get the morning dew, but when you really look at it, you'll see all the little rainbows in the morning dew. You'll see all the little spiders going about their business and little ants and worms and all sorts of stuff. And, and if you can slow your walking down around you start to notice all the different colours of greens, all the different shades. You'll start to feel the wind or the breeze on your face or the sun or the rain, doesn't matter. And it, it's all about just slowing down on a mindful walk. And it's it's a fabulous experience. I remember when I first did it in the Buddhist centre in the borders of Scotland, you know, I, I took a friend of mine who was very cynical. And she went, oh, I'm not doing mine. I said, come on, try it, you know. And it wasn't for her... Um, for the first few minutes, she was giggling and laughing. She was out of comfort zone. <laughs> you know, and she went, these are all look like zombies. <laughs> you know, because we were all, all really slow. <laughs> like, you're all like zombies. <laughs> but, see, at the end of it, she was the last person off the field. Yeah. She just couldn't believe how she felt. I to rock up in the, in the quarry and do it by myself and be like, what's Whiteley doing? What is he doing? <laughs> Slowly. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, after this year of learning, this year of education for me, I'm willing to give these things a go. So uh, yeah. I'll definitely love oh, well, to, to take part. And that's all you can do is give it a go. Some of the things might be for you. Some of the things might not yeah. be for you. Yeah. You know, and you can only go with what feels right for you yeah. you know nobody should be saying to you you got to do it this way or do it that way to me it's all about you learn what you can if it resonates with you hold on to it if it doesn't let it go amazing amazing um you we were, we were talking about lockdown just before 
and about how we we it's you know it's been for us um how has it been for for people that um have access to your community um have a lot of people found a way to find sort of peace during this time because there was a time when the world just kind of stopped and like you know wildlife was coming back and there was a moment of just peace across some of the busiest places on the planet um but what was that like for for people connected to you well, there's been lots of mixed reactions. A lot of therapists lost their businesses overnight. Of course, yeah, of they, course, couldn't, yeah. they couldn't. They couldn't do anything. It also forced a lot of them to relook at how they did their business. So a lot of them took online yoga, online. That's right. all fantastic stuff. Um, online courses. Uh, so a lot of them diverted, you know, into different streams. However, some of them couldn't do that because they were one to one. So they've had it really, really tough. But in saying that, there's been lots of great fun held and uh, on online as well. We have had drumming sessions online. We have had chanting sessions online. Um, there have been meditations online. I did um, a series of meditation by candlelight. So all I did was get people to sit at night with a candle. And then I talk them through a little meditation and then we do a silent meditation, you know, because there's different types of meditation. Um, one, of the, 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 one of the easiest ways to do a, a simple meditation is to just put a candle in front of you. Close your eyes until they're nearly closed, but just have a little, just tinyly opened. Open your mouth just a fraction. Put your tongue behind your top teeth. So if you've got your eyes nearly closed, your mouth nearly closed, and then just look at the candle and go back to that breathing technique that we did, just notice your breathing. And that's a fabulous meditation technique to do because you get caught up in the flame. You just sit and watch the flame. I'd love to. I'd love for my listeners to get in touch and and let me know if, if you've actually tried any of these on the strength of, of listening to this this podcast um, i'm always interested to know if if my podcast does actually affect people's lives so you know june's been amazing to give us some amazing advice during this this podcast if you've listened to this and you've tried any of it even if the if the four six breathing uh, if you've tried it let me get in touch let me know because i'd, I'd be really interested to know if uh, if you enjoyed this and also if you are interested in the the living well festival because this is what we're trying to do we're trying to help events like this uh june i'd love it if we could come with uh, some cameras and some microphones and sort of oh, speak to please people. Do. Yeah, yeah, that that would be fabulous, and 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 the therapists would love that are on show, and so would some of the the people who are having it. You know, there'll be free tasters, so you might be able to get a little um, reflexology treatment. Barefoot Soul is is the wonder Andrea Amos, Andy Amos, who lives in the town. She's a retired nurse. Uh, she's, you know, an amazing woman who does fabulous massage. She, she'll be there. Um, there'll be people doing some head massage treatments. There'll be free healing treatments. And you have nothing to lose. Some people will be charging a donation for some of the treatments, obviously. Um, but, you know, there will be quite a lot of free events, free Pilates, free yoga sessions, free sound healing sessions, because that's massive in Shropshire is the sound healing as well we've got you know Shropshire was uh, the birthplace of the College of Sound Healing in the UK so you know we've got gong baths where you lie on the floor people with these huge massive gongs just create sounds or they can use singing bowls we've got wonderful Chris Ellis in, in Shrewsbury who's a new newly qualified practitioner and the event's all about not only bringing in the people who are really experienced but allowing the young new people who are getting qualified who are interested to come along show what they can do because they're the future for this uh rise in, in well-being and wellness it's them that's going the to next take generation this forward. Yeah, ah, yeah absolutely and they're brilliant they're so enthusiastic. You know, when I started doing this when I was young, I was seen as a witch. You know, still am to some people. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it was, um, you know, it, it was just, you were seen as really weird. Now it's so acceptable. People are talking about mindfulness. People are talking about Reiki. People are talking about reflexology, yoga, Pilates. All of these things, people are, it's accepted now. 
that's wonderful for the industry. I yeah. was on a, a global chat two days ago with the Global Wellness Institute. We had doctors and, and professors from all over the world talking about well-being and wellness and, you know, the effect, uh, the effect that COVID has had on communities globally and, and how that was um, sort of affecting local communities and, and local uh, economies, etc. And the rise in, in well-being is, is just phenomenal. And it. that can be a good thing. If people feel more happier and more at peace and less stressed and less anxious, that can only be a good thing because that ripples out to everybody else, ripples out to their family, to their friends, to their work colleagues, to everybody. And that's going to be a good thing. And I do believe in positive thinking as well. I really do because um, <laughs> it's a silly thing to talk about, but uh, I was feeling just before we hit record, I was feeling dreadful. I thought it was going to be a bad day because I, I went to make a bacon bagel, overcooked the bagel, uh, le- left the fat on the bacon and I was in a rush to eat it. And I was kind of like, this is really disappointing. <laughs> I was kind of, this is a really bad start to the day. But um, I thought to myself, no, we can, we got a good day today. Let's do this. And, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to coach my way through this. And I'd started learning mantras. Um, I spoke to Dr. Joanna Dodd-Massey, who, who taught me about mantras and sort of like giving, uh, I can't, um, I, one of my mantras is, uh, let's make today my B word. Uh, rhymes with which. Um, <laughs> let's make today my B word. And that's it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to, um, today is going to be my day. I'm going to take myself from down here, up here. And it always seems to work, unless it's something terrible happened, of course. But I do believe in that. Yeah, there's a, there's a wonderful mantra, the meta mantra. It's the meta prayer. It's a prayer of compassion. And it's a prayer of compassion that you, for yourself, so you visualize yourself in your mind's eye. You sit and visualize yourself in your mind's eye and you repeat these words. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be healthy, may I be at ease. Four little lines. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be at ease. Four little lines. You just repeat that over and over to yourself. You see yourself in your most best way that you can, smiling, happy, even if you're miserable and sitting in tears. And I did this when my brother died. I was heartbroken. But I sat there and I seen myself in my my most radiant and kept saying that to myself, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be at ease. And it's called the compassion prayer because, you know, a lot of people hold a lot of grudges and a lot of anger towards other people. So what they do with this prayer is you can also see your friends and family and say that prayer. You know, visualise them and say, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be peaceful, may you be at ease. And then they would see the people that they had angst with. Ah. And they say that to them. And it's about bringing in that peace. If you hold on to anger, the only person that's holding that is you, not Mm. them. So by letting that go, and the meta prayer is a wonderful, compassionate prayer. And it's not religious. It's nothing to do with that. It's about letting those people go as well, but without anger. I feel like I could speak to you for hours. I feel like we could have done another (laughs) hour. I mean... Because I love this. I love this conversation. What is the UGC in town, very quickly? What is that in, in Shrewsbury? Oh, so the Universal God Centre was set up. I'm a trustee there. The other trustees are Dr. Lally Tuncher and uh, Martin, who's the consultant psychiatrist up at Shrewsbury Hospital. It was set up by three doctors, and then I came in as myself as a, 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 a trustee. And it's to bring the community together regardless of um, beliefs. Okay. Um, and and so, like, so last year we helped the the little bags of kindness group create twelve hundred packed lunches for local children. They've been and on my show. They're amazing. Island. I love them. Yeah, so and and little um, we put them all outside the shop because we didn't want to embarrass anybody by getting them to yes. come in and ask for it. We just put it out there and just said it's free bags for kids. 
And, you know, we did 1,200 in a week, which was phenomenal and, and all respect to them for getting that together and doing that. And then last, the last couple of weeks, the Shropshire Refuge, Amanda Jones at Shropshire Refugees, she had thousands and thousands of donations they were scattered all over Shrewsbury at Storage King, who kindly donated a free unit to them to hold them, and at different offices. So she collected them all into the, the UGC. And uh, <laughs> we, just, we sorted out, and I mean, about 20,000 items into women's, kids, adults, uh, bottoms, tops, pajamas, baby stuff, baby toys, clothes, Um CDs, books, everything. You name it. <laughs> we sorted it all out. And then we were asking local charities to come and collect so that they could distribute it within the Shrewsbury community to people that needed it. Because a lot of people have seen their income decline, especially people who have been furloughed, because that 20% is what they might have spent on food or it's what they might income. have spent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for some people, it wasn't even disposable. It was really necessary. Yeah, so, um, you know, so, so what we've done, uh, we've, we've, you know, lots of Shrewsbury Archman took lots of stuff. The centre itself, we, um, Lally and myself, before Christmas, it was mainly Lally, um, created 50 bags for the homeless. So we distributed new clothes, new gloves, waterproofs, etc., to them and some food as well. And, and so the UGC is about bringing people together, getting them. And we're also run, we've got a beautiful meditation. Alex, you must come in and see our meditation room. It Please do. Oh, well, yes, stunning. I want to. I want to. Yeah, it is absolutely stunning. Maybe know this week because we've still got the 20,000. <laughs> but it's a clothing. No, I won't, I won't come in now. <laughs> but, but, you know, once we're open to the public, do come in, have a look. It's one of the most peaceful rooms in Shrewsbury. And we're right um, up in Castle Street, 32, 34 Castle Street, just down a little bit on the opposite side of Marks and Spencers. Um, and we put on local musicians. We put on yoga nights, classical music. We put on Pilates. We put on drumming nights. We put on lots of different things. Uh, most of it is free. And it's a donation only that goes to our charity or we work with other charities and put on events to help them as well, such as Amiga, End of Life Care. You might not know about this charity. They're local. Their head office is in Shrewsbury, but they supply uh, letters to people who are lonely, who are feeling lonely at the moment. They've got a project, a letter from Louise. You've also got, um, they have end-of-life care, so if somebody is caring for somebody at the end of their life or somebody's bereaved or anything like that in Shrewsbury or Shropshire, then if they're needing some help, somebody to talk to, somebody to help point them in the direction for their bills, etc., the Omega National End-of-Life Care Charity That's amazing. Uh, offers this. Yeah, so there's lots of fabulous charities locally who are helping people. Um, do you know, there's lots... We always hear about the bad or the uh, in life. You know, my experience is if you look for that, you'll always find it. Just turn on the news. You'll get that nonsense. But I, I think that when you look around, people are absolutely fantastic. They will help when they can. People will, you know, come to your rescue if you're needing it. People will smile. If you smile at somebody, if they come towards you and they look as if they're growling, if you make a wee smile, they'll smile back, they'll say good morning. People are basically genuinely fantastic. Yeah, that's the thoughts of this show, is, is, is showing the positivity of this town. And we were on the on the BBC yesterday and we were talking about that. We were talking about um, sort of... Uh, the, the you know looking at things positively rather than negative we could talk about the negative as much as we want but we don't want that we want people to go away and sort of feel good about what they've just listened to and the UGC yeah. sounds amazing so like I know we're running out of time we, 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 <laughs> I feel like I said I feel like we do another hour let's do another hour I'm joking we're not gonna uh, but we can book another hour we can do it. Um, but say someone walked into the UGC that one doesn't know what it is and and two is not holistically sort of minded what sort of rep, sort of um, reception are they going to get if someone just walks in to see what they're it is they're going to get a fantastic and you've just mentioned it 
because we get lots of people walk in and say, what does this mean, universal God centre? That seems religious. We're not religious. We're bringing people together of all beliefs, yes. whether they have beliefs or not. So they can come in, they can have a coffee, they can sit and have a coffee. If people need to just escape the madness outside the, 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 the door to them, maybe they've got you know, problems in family or friends, they can come in, we can put them into the wee meditation room. There's some water running. And, and things like that, and they can just sit there and chill. It doesn't cost them anything. They don't need to buy anything. We don't want anything for them. All we want is for them to come in and just sit and be and go out feeling, I can deal with it now. Yeah, it's right, right in the middle of town. Right in the middle of town. And, right, I bet yeah. and, and, and you know, we won't be back opened until June, unfortunately, but that's yes, okay. Course. We will be back opened. But, you know, it is a, when people have come in, they've never experienced it, they leave and they think, this is like a wee sanctuary or this is a wee oasis in the middle of town. And it is that for sure. Um, I've saved this question till last because it's going to be a difficult question for you to answer. Um, but say you've been doing this over 20 years, because of your legacy and because of things that you've put together, how many people do you think you've helped you know, years. Alex, I've I've not really helped anybody. I can't Sounds to me like you've done anybody. an awful lot to help. <laughs> no, no, no. People can only help themselves. People can only do it themselves. All I can do is maybe signpost people to other people or different things. I personally have never healed anybody or helped any. I've I've, I've helped them and I've been a stepping stone. Um, or I help, but. You know, um, at the Priory School over 13 years, we, I taught about 1,200, 1,300 people. Globally, at the various courses, I've been doing the teaching in this area for over 20 years. Um, we've probably seen hundreds and hundreds of people. But it's it's not about me, it's them. They, they're the ones that have made the decisions to change or they want to inquire. You know, some of them have taken it on and they become fantastic therapists and created their own modalities, which is brilliant. Um, but it's, it's not really about what I've done, it's about what they're doing because they're, they're exceptional and, and they're really loving, kind people and they deserve this this festival that's coming up, the Living Well, because they're the ones that are taking it into the future. This has been a fascinating talk because in the hour I've spoken to, we only do 40 minutes usually, 40, 45 minutes, but uh, um, I've got an absolute mind crush on you. I think you are such a positive soul. Um, I think um, just this hour of speaking to you, I, I feel like I want to know you more and I would love to get you back on the show again. I'd love to help the UGC and and obviously I'll be there at the uh, the Living Well Festival. I'll bring the Biscuiteers and we can make a full day of it. Um, Tell people where they can find uh, all the information they need to do uh, to to be a part of Living Well and to find um, when it's going to be, all the information they need. Okay, so they, they can find me at June Meager, that's M-E-A-G-H-E-R, junemeager.com or amarhealing.com, A-A-M-E-R, healing co.uk sorry or you can get me on uh, living well 2021 on facebook i have the healers and therapists news group on linkedin we have about eighteen thousand globally that subscribe to that so um I, I i put something up there every week or so um and yeah or, or, or just contact me and i'm happy to help and if any of the listeners are really struggling and they want to do a little one-to-one session. It doesn't cost them anything. They just contact me. It's completely confidential. I mean, I, I don't mention anything that I do to anybody else or mention their names or anything. So, so it is confidential. Probably I'd forget their names within about an hour anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, it's, you know, but if any of the listeners would like a one-to-one session, um, then I, I, I do some evenings a week, which I, I give one-to-one meditation sessions and, and mindfulness and relaxation sessions to people for free. So they can they can contact me and I'm happy to do that. It lasts about 30 minutes, but I'm happy to do that. 
So, listeners, if you're stuck in the rat race, uh, if you've got, you know, the, the hustle and bustle of life all around you, the kids screaming, um, you know, the stresses of life, sometimes it's more beneficial to slow down and stop for a bit. Okay. And listen to what we've listened to on this episode. Um, use the tools that uh, I think we're very lucky to have heard some of the advice that June has given us. Um, and I'm very honored to have done this episode. So I'm so glad I reached out. I really am. Um, guys, I would really love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So please get in touch. You can speak to us on Facebook. Um, we are the Shoes Biscuit on Facebook. Um, Instagram, we are um, the Shoes Biscuit 2. Twitter, we are uh, SY Biscuit. Um, and then you can also contact us via our website, which is uk. And that website is made for us by our sponsors, Web Orchard there. If you need a website, uh, make sure you go see Pete at Web Orchard. He will make you something very beautiful. Um, June, you've been amazing to speak to. So thanks so much for coming on. Please come on again soon. Yeah, yeah I will do. I'd be glad to come back and tell you more about the fabulous folk that are living in town. Well, you are one of them. You are one of them. So thank you very, very much. Guys, My pleasure. catch us next time. Peace thank out. You.